Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Gerard Hamilton from PowerMizzou.com on what this means. $50 million towards the stadium, NIL contribution too. Gerard, thank you as always for your time. We appreciate it. What does this mean for Missouri in your opinion? Uh, keep it short, just means the football team, they're going to... They're going to be able to compete, you know, as far as the NIL perspective with some of the other big teams. So I think it was $12 million in um, NIL. That'll be something that, you know, some of the higher-level football programs or, you know, the ones that we consistently see, that's something they get. That's around their range. So this says stability, consistency. Like, this isn't just so maybe a one-time season where someone says, oh, Missouri did well, 11-2 Cotton Bowl. Maybe this is something that's sustainable. This is kind of goes back to the NIL rules that happened this past uh, summer that allows you know players to be able to sign these NIL type deals and make some money while they're still in high school and that's all that stuff. Like Missouri can use these things to their advantage, so it's going to help them kind of stabilize and be one of those programs who can compete with anyone. Uh, Gerard. We got a we got a technical issue here for a second. We keep going. Okay, I'm sorry. We're okay. the The Missouri football team seems as if right now they're on fire. I mean, they could be better, sure, but they're, a, they're they've made this move. Is this a timing because of the success? And and how much to, has that helped that Drinkwitz has done what he's done the last year or two? Um, I'm sure some timing is, is a part of it for sure, but winning, yeah, winning everything up. I'm sure maybe this stuff may have been in the works for who knows how long. But when you're winning and you're seeing, you know, what happens when your fan base is involved. They had five or six sellouts in a row or something like that. They're winning games. They're getting high-level prospects. They're getting top ten players in the country. Um, they're winning They're winning these, bowl, these big bowl games, stuff like that. You just get a ball of momentum and stuff like this comes about. And then the way Drink has been recruiting, you know, since he's gotten here, He's had some of the best recruiting classes that this program has ever had. I think this is their uh, third or fourth top 25 class since 2000 or something like that. You know, and all this, you know, most of this has been under his watch or whatever. I'm, and I may be getting that that wrong, but kind of get my point. He's been recruiting really well. This uh, program has plenty of momentum. And then you get something like this. Again, it goes back to that stability I was talking about, you know, as far as NIL-wise and 
being able to get some of these, you know, uh, key players. Gerard, they are going for it. Now, it appears that they are. And, like, I'm sure fans thought for a while they were kind of caught, you know, in stasis and, and what's going on with Mizzou. But, look, money's coming in to help improve the stadium. Money's coming in to help NIL. Um, they're, you know, about to get more money in their TV contract. Is this the Mizzou administration, the powers that be, that said, all right, we're coming off a really good season. It's time to hit the accelerator. Yeah, it's go time, basically. And I know basketball is struggling right now, but, I mean, it kind of helps that last year, I mean, they went to the tournament last year. And then, so you just think about the calendar year 2023 for Missouri, with specifically those two sports, go to the tournament, they have all this momentum of recruiting in football, then they have the great football season. Yeah, stuff starts turning around. And so now it goes from how, I guess, things usually is for most schools that aren't, you know, blue bloods or those top programs where you're kind of just like building along. They got this uh, NIL law in the, in the summer pass. They're, now they got this money coming in with all this momentum. It's go time. It's time, especially and with the 12-team playoff and all that other mm-hmm. stuff that goes with, along with that. It's time to, you know, really put your, your foot on the uh, gas pedal and see what you can do now. There's so much more opportunity and it's just all hitting at the right time. Well, you got Texas, Oklahoma coming in, but there's a there's a void right now that Alabama, that Georgia, Alabama, there's a little bit of a void. Ole Miss is trying to take advantage of it, but with Florida uh, down, and then obviously LSU slipped a little bit. Do, do they feel like this? There's a void too for them to take care. I, I guess take advantage of the vacuum. Yeah, but I I think most. Uh, schools, and we're not going to use Texas, Oklahoma right now because they haven't been to SEC, Uh, but most people see, like, all right, Georgia and Alabama, if we're just talking football, they're usually one and two in some type of way, and then there can be a number of teams that fill in the rest. Like Mm -hmm. a couple years ago, Tennessee, that was that team that was, like, right there that could beat in Alabama or give Georgia a run for the money or whatever, you know, and the other teams in the league kind of feel that way. Yeah, so now that, you know, pretty much everybody considers the GOAT is not, you know, coaching at Alabama, even though they're bringing a national championship contending coach in there, it's not saving. So people are thinking, ah, could, you know, could Missouri do something there? Georgia, they still are definitely going to be in the title picture, but they had a, you know, they didn't do the freaky. They fell off, they missed, you know, by that one game. So they're a tiny, tiny, tiny bit vulnerable, but. You know, for these other teams, especially like a program with Missouri that was a top-10 team, that beat a top-10 team in the Cotton Bowl, and has all this momentum going, they're saying, again, our time is now to kind of attack that and get in that upper echelon and not just be a team that every few years it's Missouri that's, you know, one of those top teams, and then they get cycled out by, you know, whatever other, you know, SEC team. They want to make it uh, a consistent thing. What do the fans think about no divisions anymore in the SEC, and can that benefit Mizzou? Um, I mean, I think they're okay. It's okay. I mean, everybody's schedule is different. I think they definitely will love not playing Georgia. <laughs> They'll love not playing Georgia, guaranteed, every year. Uh, but there's some – Things that is like it's good and bad, you know. There's why you don't like playing, you know, Georgia every year. What's the team you probably like playing? It's no disrespect to them, but they like playing a team like Vanderbilt or something like that. Um, it 
they're not too tore up about it, especially because they're still a little bit newer to the conference than you know most of the other league, uh, most of the other teams in the league. So it's really about their schedule. When you look at their schedule this year, I mean, even before Alabama and Nick Saban left and all that stuff, people were saying ten and two at worst, eleven and one. Now people are starting saying eleven and one, twelve and zero. So I mean. Depending on how these schedules shake out every year, I feel like maybe they'll go back and forth. But I think a lot of the fans are really excited about this year coming up. Gerard, one more question for me on uh, the stadium, the improvements. $50 million. Of course, we see programs just getting these checks and renovating the arms race, so to speak. How desperate did the stadium need some improvements? And, and have they really been talked much about what they need to improve the most first? Well, I think it's... Sorry, I want to say it's the north end zone. I could be getting that that wrong, but um, yeah, I mean, when I I go into the stadium last couple years, I've been there. Obviously, from my view, I don't, I guess, know the same as everybody else. But it's just kind of it's a smaller stadium when you compare it to other SEC stadiums. I think it holds maybe somewhere between like sixty-two to sixty-six, sixty-seven thousand or something like that. So. A little bit different. They want to kind of expand on that, make it. You know, they've done a lot of great things. I think uh, they cheapen the prices on some of their stuff, like for other sports and stuff like that. So they're trying to like Desiree uh, Reprensaw. She's doing a lot of different things, trying to get this you know place going, and not just the teams, but like the stadium itself. So it's not that it was like in desperate need. It's right. not uh, like it's a construction site necessarily, but you know. Again, momentum coming up. Why not do this? Why not expand? This is the perfect time to. You're getting the money. you got all the momentum going. And when you're having sellout after sellout, I think you, you can see why they would want to do something like that. Well, look, I, I'm guessing, even though they're not really rivals anymore, that a guy with $62 million just to give away probably lived through the uh, border war times. Uh, and Kansas is building a new football stadium. So if you've got the money, like you can't let Kansas have it, Mizzou not, right? Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they're yeah. exclusive to one another, but yeah, yeah I mean, Kansas is doing what, what they're doing, building up their stadium. Maybe there was somebody who was saying, yeah, I can't let that go untouched, especially with how well Missouri is doing. Um, it, it could be a coincidence more than anything, but it's, if it is, it's the funniest, most ironic coincidence there mm-hmm. is. Yep, the timing and everything. Thank you, Gerard. We appreciate it always when we need Missouri information, uh, you being available. Have a great day from PowerMissouri.com. That's Gerard Hamilton with us on 365 Sports. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.